Dr. Impostar. This is Professor Insert Frozen Penis Joke Feather. And this is the Midnight Space Herpes. Oh, wrong movie, Gadfly. <laughs> this is Dr. Regret. <laughs> this is Bwong. That's <laughs> so cold. Uh, and you are listening to Un Fellow inmates, we are in for a treat tonight, or maybe a trick, or a treat, perhaps. Ooh, we're going to be discussing the 2001 science fiction film Ice Planet. Cold, baby! It's cold! Plastic is your friend. Ice cubes in space! Who's the lighting guy? (laughs) (laughs) What? There's a lighting guy? There was one? (laughs) What? Uh, Oh, um, let's see. Where where do we begin? I guess I should just... Just kind of give a basic overview, a brief plot synopsis. If I had to tell you, um, I had to I had to go read a few plots to figure out what the hell happened because the movie is a little confusing. But here's the storyline: uh, it's basically in the in the after a terrible war in a in a future Earth, a um, a military academy is packed attacked by an unknown alien force. The uh, commander of this academy, along with these newly graduated cadets, escapes in this research station. Um, and then if they're pursued by the aliens, the station jumps through a mysterious like gateway. Uh, it sends them to an unknown part of the universe. They don't know where they are or when they are. And, uh, and then it's a planet of ice. And, and they're wondering, how the hell do we get back home? Uh, so there, I think... There's the basic storyline, and and let's begin this discussion. Feds, I can see you gritting your teeth. I know you really want to get in there and dig into the the the, the marvel, the wonder, the, no. the fascination no. of Ice Planet. No, so go ahead, no, take no, it away. No, 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 no. Okay, yes. So, um, okay, I for eventually I'd like to bounce this back to you because I'd like to know how you found this. And I'm using the term movie lightly because this is not a movie. This is a series of stitched together parts from different from episodes because what you're going to find out is that they were trying to pitch a series. I, I think a German science fiction series, you know, um, German Canadian, German right. Canadian, German Canadian, <laughs> right? The new uh, accent of evil. <laughs> <laughs> yes, entertainment exhibit evil. Yeah. A. <laughs> right. I think that's um, a that's a slaxis of evil. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, first thing that comes to mind when I'm watching this is like, 
Oh my god, who who ripped off the next generation, you know, the Star Trek Next Generation here? And then I come to find out, uh the the guy that directed this, uh was it was it Winrick Kolb? He's yeah. direct yeah, he's directed a lot of next gen. I, I mean across yeah. Yeah, next gen, DS9, Voyager, Enterprise. This guy's directed a lot of stuff and good, good episodes of the of that era of Trek. And so I'm sure that's probably why they got him involved is to, to get that kind of pedigree here but oh my goodness this thing's a it's it's just it kind but it it's it's just all the kind of like oh you see it and you're like oh they're just copying the next generation and but not very well and like you said it's it's badly lit but it's the and you could tell they're they're going well we don't probably don't have a lot of money so we're going to do everything cg uh, as much as we can and even <laughs> what they're doing is not good but and it's, it's bad cg yes. yeah it's, well, it's you gotta well, it's not bad it's just mediocre yeah, yeah, yeah really middling yeah this was 20 years ago 20 years ago you gotta yeah. keep that well, the space uh, stuff is fun yeah now wait a minute yeah it was 20 years ago but not two years later we have battlestar galactica the the reboot of that series and if you've watched that the both That's the lighting true. and the the graphics and all that kind of stuff phenomenal. I mean, it's film like it's you know it's really good. And, and uh, that was what I was oh, Drexler watching. baby. And also a Canadian that the one with the robot that said Tweaky Tweaky. No, wait, sorry, yeah, well, that was also a Canadian production, <laughs> right? Uh, Battlestar Galactica was done in Canada, and uh, there were no Germans involved. So I mean, maybe that was the what was going on. Sorry, Germans, nothing, nothing against you. And Russians too. We have the we have the Nikolai Blade character. That's how you know it's a good. It's going to be a good show when you got names like that, and they were always and they restate the characters' names over and over again. Nikolai yes. Blade, sit down, Nikolai Blade. Nikolai Blade, I want some and coffee, Nikolai Blade. The only person I recognized was West Studi. What West Studi? Yeah, West Studi. How? Why? Why West? Why? because he's, he's, he's a working actor. I, I know, but is yeah, he trying to yeah. is he trying to make up for the Chicote and Voyager kind of getting the shaft, <laughs> which he did. Um, and I like West Studios. Like, and he pops yeah, up in yeah. something. He's like, oh, th- this is a guy you can depend on. You know, he's going to give it his A game. And and it's kind of that he was the only thing that I liked about the show because I like West Studios. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, you just kind of wish this was better because I, I was. Well, kinda... he was probably doing these lines and going through everything and being the professional, and in his yeah. head going, "What the fuck am I doing here?" Exactly, because he's like, "I got to say this shit." Okay, I'm an actor. I can do this. They are paying me. Pretty good cast. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. No, no, he's now he's thinking. After this, my fucking agent is fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, "What the I, fuck I, am I, I wearing?" Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, we com- new, I was gonna say we should have a new segment. We should have the fashion segment. Because, uh, yeah, because then we could just dish on those outfits. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they they looked uh, like foam. They were packing foam. You know. and, and plastic. Not even good plastic, you know? It looked like Walmart plastic toys. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and then, uh, it, here again, talk, going about the lighting, you know? If you, if you knew what you were doing, that really boggled my mind, uh, you know? Because of you know the pedigree, and I'm going. Uh, I think you that can see everything. Was, what that pedigree you? might have been phoned in a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can see. Yeah, you know, can you see the actor? Good enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. This this uh, shockingly was not picked up by any network. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. It just. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's yeah. astonishing. 
this movie is really, really confusing. There is so much going on here that makes no sense at all. Uh, I mean, it's died from the really bad writing and the difficult difficult to understand accents. There are a lot of thick accents from, from actors who are not uh, German, I think, or Russian or other other countries coming in. And uh, I was trying to understand, you know, all of them. And uh, I had the subtitles on when I was watching it on YouTube, which is how I found this movie there, Blue Fez. And it was completely random. I just typed up movies for free. Or sci-fi movies for free because I knew I needed to pick something like oh shit I forgot to pick something for this week and I saw this like oh Ice Planet I've never heard of that oh it gets really bad reviews that's the one so, <laughs> exactly and uh, and some people were saying oh I love this movie I'm like oh come on yeah you can't say that there's uh, I, nothing to love okay I, I mean, honestly I think there's some good ideas in here that I actually liked um, there were some parts like I think like the, the villain's spaceship and the alien design and their I like how they had that spaceship that could come in and like uh, uh, that little ship grab the other ship or whatever um, I thought that was cool I liked uh, the, the jump they did just you know before they left uh, the planet that was being blown up and those little cubes came out and they literally just didn't know what they did. It was kind of like a contact kind of thing, you know, from the movie Contact, where they got some alien. Well, that's what they said. They got an ice crystal, which I thought was, again, that was a neat concept. And, uh, you know, they built this thing not knowing what it was going to do. Uh, and he's the mad scientist out in the middle of the thing. You know, you've got your your uh, rogue Han Solo type character. You've, uh, you know, who's the smuggler, you know, who has terrible lines like, Hi, Lieutenant. I don't know what you smugglers do. And he goes, don't call me that. She goes, what, smuggler? And he goes, no, Lieutenant. <laughs> you know, just really bad stuff. He's and, a bad boy. He breaks all the rules. Yeah. You can tell by the what he's wearing. Yeah. Well, you know, but, with his armor. armor he has on his shoulder, shoulder pads. Shoulder pads. <laughs> oh, well, even you know, the, the, Luke, the Luke Skywalker. No, they're not shoulder pads. They're shoulder pads. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the Luke Skywalker had those bubbles like on the on his T-shirt. Like, I'm like, those aren't even so, or they fell down or something. I'm like, I don't understand what was going on with that dude, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, a lot of those were, there's a lot of neat ideas. And I thought the CG wasn't horrible. Uh, and some of the design wasn't horrible. It's just the way it was presented, you know. It was just uh, really not that uh, not that good. Um, the ice planet itself being like an energy source and this salvation of the universe or whatever it's about that's what i couldn't figure out um but then again i didn't finish the movie so you know me i was hoping you guys you were going to explain to me more attention than i did i mean i am just sitting back like oh really wow that would happen wow that is amazing uh, <laughs> that you soaked in so much of ice planet goodness uh no i you know that, that you say those things yeah there's some interesting ideas it just was executed poorly on on pretty much every aspect of it but maybe if this thing had actually did get into a series you would have had time to develop these these concepts um i don't mind the loss in space somewhere idea i did, did find it confusing how the aliens traced them to this ice planet yet again like oh wait a minute how, wait they showed up again like so if the aliens could know how to get there then then they gotta know how to get back you know um right the, the meet the tribe of people, the Anaku, uh, you know, on the on their planet. That was the interesting thing. This this crystalline form that it stores all the data uh, of of uh, 
billion libraries kinds of things. I did like that kind of living information concept. And that may have Star been Trek. something. From, I was going to say, maybe that was a Star Trek thing. I didn't watch those other Star Trek series. So, but I thought that was, that was kind of neat. I really got confused when the, uh, the buff main superhero guy walked through the portal and turned into like Superman three space Jesus. Silver, <laughs> yes. Silver, black, Gordon. Right. And I'm, I, I didn't, it took me a while to figure out what's going on. He's like lifting his hands and shooting these aliens up with his hands. I'm like, what the fuck? What happened here? I don't, I don't understand that. Um, yeah. I thought I'd nodded off for a minute and, and you know, something had switched. You wanted to. I, I was maybe dreaming now, you know. Yeah. I didn't know in that waking, yeah. you know, half wake, half, half sleep state. Yeah, there was one actress I liked. <laughs> I think it was Angelica. Yeah, Amber Willenborg. I thought she was pretty cute, but um, like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, she's she's cute. I'd watch her, but yeah, it was it was just a it was kind of a clusterfuck in execution, and uh, ooh, yeah, painful. But halfway through, I thought, oh. These guys are going to be so unhappy with me. <laughs> oh, come on. Seriously, yeah. some of the stuff I've made you guys watch. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Well, Professor Feather, uh, what, you know, what would you like to say about Iceblood? It's probably, in if I would were to list my top five movies, it would not be there. Um, if I would list my top ten, it wouldn't be there. We might we might make it down to maybe five hundred. Um, uh, yeah, it was really really bad. Um, <laughs> in and in you know I took a certain joy in that, as I as I you know subjected myself to this ordeal, and you know I I just reveled in the fact that you know I was able to make it through without really getting too traumatized. Throwing something, and throwing something, or yeah, yeah, just, just having a, a tantrum. But no, it it is truly one of the worst things I've ever seen. Um, just because, just because it is just so cheaply done, you know. So che- and there again, knowing the history of it, that doesn't give you the right to show it to me. Jesus, <laughs> uh, there yeah, I, you go. That's what I think it is. There movie. you go. Hey. And, and and we and I said it before, West Studi. I love Wes Studi. Yeah, it's, he's a great actor. There's a, there's a certain synchronicity. I was just watching an episode of The Mentalist, and he pops up on this episode. It just said, watch it. Oh, look at that. Synchronicity. You know? Mm-hmm. He played an Indian. Uh, so, anyway. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, he's a great actor. I mean, he's done all kinds of, all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yes, uh, he has. Yeah. You know, and I want to say that this movie has dialogue. This movie <laughs> has a story of sorts there is a there are multiple sets there are actors there is there are special effects it has a beginning with i like the uh i really love when a movie begins with voiceover narration explaining what Mm. happened you know trying to explain and i love i love the setup like when they're showing i don't know about a half hour in and the narrator comes back on right. saying, these characters didn't know the roles they would be playing down the road. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. No, yeah. Seriously? You're going you're gonna to give me that crap? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just like, really, do you need that? If you need that, then the movie is sorely lacking. Like, you yeah. cannot tell me. Just go. Don't tell. Give me dialogue. Progress the story through other words. 
than a narrator. Um, <laughs> this was like Dark yeah. Shadows. This was like Dark Shadows in space. So like if Dark Shadows weren't horror, but it was science fiction, you know, and uh, and then the Young and the Restless, uh, you know, kind of uh, sensibility came in. Young, yes, yes, it, it was a little bit of that. Young and young and the frostless. Oh, young and yeah. the frostless. Well, okay, so that's what I'm thinking. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say this definitely would have been on UPN at like eleven o'clock at night. I, yeah. I'm just saying. Yes, you yeah. know, back in the old days, if it had gotten picked up as a TV show, which is what it was supposed to be, because uh, the other thing they didn't have, in addition to a light and you know somebody doing set to set lighting, was an editor, because I think an editor desperately was needed to help patch this. Frankenstonian piece of dreck together because wow, I I I still don't know how they made the space jump. Did that come out of the Magellan? Did it come out of the big jellyfish ship? Yes, yeah. I think the yeah the ship they they built it. I, I think that's what yeah. what Gaffey was saying. It was like that moment like contact where they built the ship and they didn't know exactly what it would do. They oh, said, right, "Hey, yeah. what's this? What's this button do?" And like, oh fuck! Well, we didn't know where we were gonna go. So uh, here we are. Yeah, because all no, of a sudden, bad CG blocks flying around. Poof! Yeah, everybody's and why are they? The I'm like, why are they all holding the things? Like, if this was, wouldn't wouldn't you think they wouldn't be in such sheer terror as they're making this jump? They're all like, scenes of them holding on to things. Like, no, we're flying, we're falling. Oh, see, I, that I was, was thinking, oh my god, if alien technology should make, you know, intergalactic flight maybe more relaxed and like, you know, reliable instead of being thrown in a tilt a whirl, you know, upside down, naked. The rotor. You know, Yes, the rotor. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, well, I was so, wondering, like, they're on the ice planet, right? Uh, and uh, they've got these great flying ships that they find, and they're flying around. But when they go outside into the ice, they have to walk, right? And they walk all this way, and then they... Boots they have, on the ground. Yeah, boots yeah. on the ground. Um, uh, but, like, I think some of that trippy stuff was kind of cool. You know, I mean, it's all like, uh, what, do you, what are they, what's that term? Computronium. Like it's like what matter can store information. Um, that's from what's it, Accelerando, um, and it's basically the the mass of computronium versus the mass of non-computronium in a, in any kind of universe is uh, what determines the level of existence. You know, um, and the fact that you know we now have quantum we under, we don't understand, but we are aware of quantum switching and that kind of stuff means that the entire universe is a storage device you know there's nothing that can't store information anywhere at any time uh so i thought that concept was actually kind of cool you know with the in those those what what were the creatures they found um i thought that was a, an interesting that's what i said i think stacks yeah slee stacks yeah well and this is the same thing it's a robinson caruso kind of story right yeah, you're just flung out into a place where you can't get back from. And Wilson, know. Wilson, I know. <laughs> oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> you set me up nicely. I couldn't help it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. The uh, yeah. So are you gonna go watch the rest of it now, Gaffney? I, I actually, I actually will. Um, and, and here's the thing: I'm a, I'm actually a connoisseur of really bad uh, fantasy series. You know, so all the old Sam Raimi stuff that he produced. I love watching that, except for Xena. Xena's probably not my favorite. Um, but they had uh, Legend of the Seeker, which was two or three seasons uh, on some one of the stations. And then they had it on one of the streaming services. And I love watching it. Sounds those. like a CW. They're yeah. so bad. I mean, they're bad, but they're good. Like, it's, a, it's there's I don't know. There's something about them that I really enjoy. 
Um, and then uh, what was it? Uh, this the Sword of Shannara or the Shannara series? They did those on one of them that had all these really beautiful young really? people. Um, and uh, I had never read the books, so watching the series, I thought was actually really cool because I didn't know it was a post-apocalyptic kind of happening. You know, I always thought it was fantasy until I actually read it. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh. same here. And, I, and just yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was an analog for uh, like Lord of the Rings uh, and it totally isn't, you know? And so when I'm watching the TV show and I think it went on for two seasons, I'm like, this is actually really kind of a, a cool idea, um, you know? And it's kind of, uh, um, what is that? Uh, Shadow run, you know, where all of a sudden this happens and uh, all these creatures come back to life or, or actually come into existence and that kind of stuff. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, but I, there's there's an aesthetic of that kind of stuff. It's like watching bad movies. It's like watching old bad movies. You know, you just kind of get into that groove, and you're like, oh, I don't know, I, I can watch this kind of stuff. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Yeah, uh, I would not, um, you know, this would be better as a movie, and perhaps that's a segment that we, we should do. Movies better watched with friends. You know, or best. Uh, that goes that. back to you know, what I say a lot. Yeah, this yeah. would. Yeah, this would movie if you were sitting around with a bunch of people and watching it would probably be. Yeah, of course, if you sit around in a room with with, with a bunch of with with a bunch of people that are 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 into it, you could find in just the, the room. Yeah. So yeah. what can I say? And yeah, and this this uh, is just really ultimately confusing. Um, I think that's because it was the, the, the whole TV show ra- stuck into one movie. Yeah, maybe they were slight instead of giving an honest to God like yeah. like pilot <laughs> with a complete episode telling me a story. If they were trying to cram in a whole season's worth of storylines, like okay, here's the breadth and scope of what we're doing in a movie. Because you have those long pauses in between, which look like commercial breaks. Like, here's yeah. where we're going to stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's the very first one. You go, oh, okay. You know? You started, yeah. I didn't so know we, much about the movie, but I surmised watching it what, what it was. So it could have been a three-act kind of three... three each, mix, each about mix two minutes episode. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, just a hodgepodge of a, of a quote-unquote story, you know? But uh, right, I I uh, I didn't see some of these people who were in this movie went on to do more things. You know, I liked the um, who was it the uh, was it the senator? Was that was that who he was? Because you knew he was a senator because no matter where he was, he was holding that walking stick. Even when they were walking outside in the frozen tundra, he's still carrying that damn stick. Like, oh yes, I have to carry it because then you know. I'm the senator. <laughs> uh, yeah, just just kind of. My name is Obi. I mean, uh, the senator. I'm yeah, the senator. <laughs> yeah, just 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 so bad. But but uh, <laughs> you know, just to, to kind of reach out to some of these, like Amber Willenberg. I really thought you're cute, and uh, you know, if you want to come on the show sometime, let me know. Just <laughs> give me a call. So uh, so there it is. Uh, there is a movie called ice planet and um it is on youtube and it is totally uh a totally a movie that is on youtube i don't know if I, I can't recommend it uh you know but i i'm not going to tell you to stay away but just watch at your own you know 
Peril. Yeah, your own peril. It's 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 it's, it's a very colorful movie, literally. <laughs> yes, the plenty of plenty of costumes, lots of costumes, and uh, I don't know. Remember how exactly how you put it, Fez? The space Jesus. What was Superman the three space Jesus? Yes. Superman three space Jesus with the silver skin. Uh, that that might be worth worth it right there. I'm going to go write oh, some fan fiction that continues this whole story after I do get done watching the whole movie. Yeah. Oh, nice. nice. There will be a lot of sex. Lots of sex. Well, I would hope so, because they have to, uh, you know, repopulate this ice planet. So, well, that's very exciting. I can't wait to read that. Do they? So, do they really? Uh, anyone have anything more to say, uh, about Ice Planet before we move on yes. to our next segment? Yes, ice is a natural lubricant. <laughs> what is our next segment? Ice Planet. Dr. Head? Our next segment. The next segment is <laughs> What Have You Been Watching? Think about this last week, other than the wonders That's our of only ice other segment, isn't it? <laughs> we gotta come up with something new. How about this? What Have You Been Eating? An olive. All right, Midnight Gaff. Olive. Gaffly's been eating olives. Professor Feather, what have you been eating? Grilled pork chops, sweet corn, roasted on the grill. It was a nice, a nice, a nice lime ricky. Chianti with some fava beans? No, no Chianti. <laughs> Wait, did the when you ate fava beans? When you ate the when you ate the corn, did it pop in your mouth like Troll Two? Yes, it did. I, that's what I, as a matter of fact, that's one of my childhood memories. As soon as I've been into that, I remember that movie from my childhood, which is really <laughs> fucked up because I didn't see that movie when I was a kid. So I don't know what's going on in my head. Hey, given the choice, Ice Planet or Troll 2, which one is the better movie? Troll Staying two. in the asylum. <laughs> <laughs> Gouging my eyes out and my ears. Volunteering for more therapy. <laughs> 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 what have you been eating? Oh, me? Yes. Uh, can we go back to what we were watching or reading? Because I was <laughs> I was just eating some triscuits. That, that, triscuits, that was, nice. That was it. I you know no cheese. I have nothing to put on them. I the original triscuit or a flavored? Well, uh, no, I'm uh, the low sodium kind because you know. Okay. Beginning that age where I have to. Um, so I'm going to dovetail from what I was eating because it was literally you know, to what I was reading. So I'm reading right. a new comic series by DC. Uh, I believe it's part of their black label. Um, it's called The Nice House on the Lake. Oh. And I don't know if anybody else has picked this up or is reading it. Yeah. Um, interesting premise. I'm not going to give too much away here. But uh, there's a main character. His name is Walter. And a bunch of these, a bunch of the characters that are in in this in the setup here know this guy, uh, either through childhood or grade school or college or have worked with him, and they all agree he's a little off. And towards midway through the book, he he offers he extends them an invitation to visit him in this beautiful house on the lake, and they're all like, okay, well this is kind of weird, but all right, sure. He's like, it's going to be the best vacation you've ever had. They get to this house, it's like amazing. It's like. Everything they could possibly want is there. It's just great. 
And they've all been given like nicknames, like the reporter, the mathematician, stuff like this. And then the world ends. Do story. It's an interest. It's so far, it is, it's very interesting. I think it would make a great television series. So I have a feeling we'll <laughs> we'll we'll see this on HBO Max maybe in a year or so as a series. It was, it was part of the pitch. Really hot. Yeah. It, it, yeah, but it's very interesting. Very Twilight Zone. I mean, I I was kind of our. When when it ended, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm in. I'll check this out. Yeah, a lot of people. Art's are, beautiful. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about that. I, I haven't gotten it yet, but I really, it's one of the, it's on my list. Right. What else are you reading there, Gadfly? Reading, um, I'm reading James Elroy's. Uh, what is it? Something Storm, the Storm, whatever. It's about uh, 1940s LA cops, um, and uh, it is this storm. This storm, yeah. It's the second in the, I don't know, is there three of them or four of them they're supposed to be or whatever. Um, it's yeah. James Elroy. He's, you know, he's uh, he's a belligerent bastard, man. He just, like, balls to the wall writing, doesn't care about anything, and really kind of portrays how racist and, and despicable most people were during that time. Um, it And, I don't know, it's really good. It's really good, but it's also, I don't know, it's a, there's a lot to it. So, but uh, I'm a big James Elroy fan, but that's, you know, that's what I've been reading. I haven't been reading any comic books lately. Um, and then I've been just getting, you know, preparing for classes in the fall. Nice. And how about you, Professor Feather? Have you been reading anything good? I'm reading book 18 of the uh, Harry Bosch detective series. Um, he has now retired from the LAPD and um, very interesting. And this even kind of ties in um, during the book. Well, previously you find out that he is the half brother of, and I can't remember his first name, Haller is his last name. But anyway, Haller, if you remember, is the character in The Lincoln Lawyer, which um, was also by the same author. Which and stars Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. And uh, right, it's mentioned, right, and they, right. well, they even they even talk about it in the book because he goes, oh yeah, you know, he's he's the guy that they based the Lincoln Lawyer uh, movie on, and it's just you know, kind of this real really weird metafictional you know thing going on there. I thought that was pretty interesting, and just a brief mention of it, you know, and then it moves on. But it's a it's a typical Bosch, uh, which ties in the the you know that whole tie in, you know, with the. Uh, just the way the the way that it's it's you know ties into Hollywood. What's well, coincidental that uh, the Bosch show ends on Prime with him not being a cop anymore and uh, spoiler alert, sorry, um, and becoming a private detective, right? So I mean that's the that's what happens at the end of that one. And who's picking it up? Isn't somebody else picking up the Bosch series? I think IMDb. They said they were going to come out yeah. with a season. Which will be interesting, you know. Um, right. I I like the the uh, the Harry Bosch series, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, Titus Welliver, one of my favorite actors, uh, going back to Deadwood. So that's there, but that's what I've been reading. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice. I uh, I edited a book uh, from a friend of mine, her first novel. So he labels it. 
Uh, it's like a, it's like a dark YA fantasy. Uh, her name is Alicia Alyssa Sharpentier, and her book's called The Merc Maiden Daughter Darkness. Uh, it's a pretty monstrous tome, but I became through the process of knowing her, I kind of almost became like a writing mentor. Although there are a lot of other people out there who know a lot more about writing, but she liked my short fiction. She liked the gore and the horror of it. And so we've been talking for a long time. So that's, I haven't really uh, like read it from beginning to end. I've read it through several times as an editor, but I've not sat down and read it as a reader. So I'm excited actually to get the book. And uh, so, but I, I read through that book. Um, that's a, that's about all the reading I've been doing because I've been, I've been writing and taking classes. So uh, I don't know what I would be reading right now if I had a chance. I have no idea. So, um, all right. And eating, I ate some Chex Mix earlier today. Oh, love Chex Mix. And I had, yeah, homemade Chex Mix. Real yeah. homemade oh, Chex nice. Mix. Oh, the best. Yeah, with, the with, best. My, with my Zevia. You got me on the Zevia there, Blue Feds. Um, yeah, those kinds of things. And, like, crackers and... Uh, Stuff like that. As I was telling Fez, I'm working through a nice little stomach bug that's been going around the house. So you know, trying to keep it on the on the low down. You know, keep everything where it needs to be. <laughs> ah, well, that's that's the exciting part. Still better than Ice Planet. So that's bug. so that's the so, new segment. What have you been eating and reading? Sure. Why not? That's right. Sounds like a fortune cookie. I ate it. I read it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and what did my fortune yeah, say? Sounds... My fortune said, Ooh, nice. "Look at that." Um, my fortune said, "Just because it happened to you doesn't make it interesting, right?" <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Huh. hey. So where can you find us on the world interwebs? Okay, hang on. Don't get ahead of yourself, Doctor Head. Don't Good get a Doctor Head of myself. Yeah. I yeah, we were, you guys oh. want to watch me take a dump? Say! There we go. Don't get ahead of yourself. Did that last night. You are listening to Unsane Radio. Oh, you're listening to Unsane Radio, and you're probably listening to it from unsaneradio.com. And when you write to us, all of those glowing, glowing emails, they go to unsaneradio at gmail.com. Seriously, go to the website and look at the picture. Oh, you can find Tar and Feather on Facebook. It's Tar and Feather's Psycho Cinema. Yes. Tar and Feather's Psycho Cinema. Yes. Tarandfeather.com has a fuck ton of good information. You 
you can find a bunch of episodes and they're constantly changing and morphing on Vimeo. Uh, just just go Vimeo slash Tar and Feather and a bunch of random stuff that I just post now and then comes up. Movies, bits, who knows? Who knows? You might even see your own face on there. Get them while they're hot. And speaking of hot, I'm a writer on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror, Montag Lewis, M-O-N-T-A-G-L-E-W-I-S on Instagram, yeah. And don't forget to check out We Freaks on Facebook, W-E-E-F-R-E-E-K-Z, the webcomic you need in your life right now in these troubling times. And it's brilliant. It's really funny. Yeah. Midnight Gadfly doing his mime impression. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed it. He got out of the box.